We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Tucker Carlson made a lot of headlines with his interview with Vladimir Putin. Uh, I have uh, a really, really good friend, a guy I go to church with, a guy I really like, uh, very politically engaged. I have several of them, in fact, (laughs) that I go to church with. But uh, one in particular uh, wants me to watch the Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin. And I'd love to be able to. I wish I had two hours to do it. Um, More than likely, I won't be able to watch it. But Tucker did an interview <clears throat> with a journalist from Egypt in Dubai in the aftermath of his Putin interview. And a big portion of the Tucker interview with this Egyptian journalist was about his interview with Putin. And we're in an election year. Tucker Carlson, of course, was primetime gold for Fox. His Putin interview got at last count 144 million views. He's an influencer. He shapes opinions. Uh, conservatives love him. Uh, they hold him up. I've even, a lot of people think, hey, he ought to run vice president with Donald Trump. Okay, so here's my deal with Donald Trump's going to be the Republican nominee. And I said yesterday, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump because he's infinitely superior to Joe Biden. But I don't support everything Trump does. I said the other day I thought it was reprehensible that he criticized Nikki Haley. Where's her husband? He's serving in the military. And I know why Trump did it. I really think it was Trump's way of fostering a rumor out there that Nikki Haley's been unfaithful to her husband. I think that's why Trump brought it up. He knows full well the guy is serving overseas. So there are some things that Trump does that I don't approve of. A lot he says that I don't approve of. Number one, anything he says that's not about Joe Biden and the fact that real wages are down 2% since Joe Biden took office and prices are up 18%, which is, if you do the math, a 20% difference. That's the messaging. I've told you guys before, when people ask me, can Trump win? I say if he's disciplined enough to make the election about Joe Biden and not about himself, but Donald Trump's ego is such that everything's got to be about him. So that's why I would prefer a more disciplined candidate. But all that's a way of saying that if Tucker Carlson is Donald Trump's vice president, or even if he's not, and if he continues to, and I'm sure he will because he's very accomplished at what he does, do interviews and comment about his interviews, I think you need to look at and listen to what Tucker Carlson says with some degree of discernment. I'm not saying everything he says is wrong because I believe a lot of what he does say. He's been great on COVID vaccines. He's been great on a lot of topics. He wasn't great on some of the things he talked about with this Egyptian journalist. And I want to go through some of them. Now, here he is ripping on the neocons, which I am not a supporter of Ukraine aid unless we get a stringent border deal as part of it or first. I would prefer every bill going through Congress be a standalone bill. 
I don't know why Mr. Air Traffic Controller can't talk without his hands moving everywhere, hither and yon, Hakeem Jeffries, Nancy Pelosi's mini-me. I don't know why he says, oh, it all has to be done in a comprehensive bill. No, it doesn't. As I've said before, I assume Hakeem Jeffries does not have a job delivering pizzas at night. I assume he should be on his, his availability should be constant to perform his duties as a member of the U.S. House of Representatives. I'd like to be there for the floor vote, but I'm sorry. It's a big, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Big night in the pizza delivery business. Moron. But the reason I don't favor Ukraine aid is because until we get a border deal is because we have leverage. They want the Ukraine aid, the Democrats do. So don't give it to them unless you get something back. But here's Tucker on the neocons. You know, I've got four draft age children. So if you're playing recklessly fast and loose with their lives, then I have a right to despise you. And I do. So if you're Nikki Haley who's running for president or Ben Shapiro or half the people I see on television casually mentioning the possibility of nuclear war or sending Americans to fight in the Middle East or in any way involving us in a war that has nothing to do with prosperity and peace at home, nothing, in other words, to do with us Americans, then I have a right to call you out and be really offended because it's my family. They live here. It's not a joke to me. It's, there's nothing abstract about it. Okay. Generally, I agree with that. But what he said about what's going on in the Middle East having nothing to do with peace and prosperity here at home is a ridiculous comment. It's a ridiculous comment. First of all, we have American soldiers in that area. So we have to protect our soldiers in that area. We have not protected our soldiers in that area. We have a great deal of commerce going through that area. And prices are going up because shipping is not perceived to be safe in that area because it's not safe in that area because our feckless, addled, mush-brained president won't protect our troops and won't deter the Houthis from the mayhem they are causing in that area. So the Middle East has a lot to do with American peace and prosperity. Aside from the fact that we have one of our staunchest allies, Israel, in that area, who Every nation around them that is Arab, many of them share the belief that Israel does not have a right to exist and should be eradicated from the face of the earth. Which brings us to Tucker's take in his interview in Dubai about the U.S. being evil because it is not stopping Israel from invading Gaza. So if I come home, I have four children, if I come home from work and two of my kids are fighting... What's the first thing I do, even before I assess why they're fighting, before I gather the facts and know what's happening? I, I stop the fight. I stop fighting. Yes. So if I come home and t- I have two kids fighting and I say, go, go, beat the crap out of them. I am evil because I have violated the most basic duty of fatherhood, which is to bring peace because I have the power. I'm the only one who can bring peace. And so if you see a nation with awesome power abetting war for its own sake, you have a leadership that has no moral authority that is illegitimate. Uh, and, I, and I'm very distressed and concerned that we are entering an era where this awesome force for good is instead being used for evil. Now, he means America is an awesome force for good. and We can be. But it's being used for evil because we're not stopping Israel from trying to erase Hamas in Gaza, which is another stupid take. 
Gaza attacked Israel. Gaza said they did it to hopefully eradicate Israel from the world, and they'll continue to do it. So if they are allowed to survive, they will not stop doing it. And if we don't allow Israel to end that threat now, we will most assuredly face that same threat again. Now, if Tucker can find his comments about the U.S. being evil in the case of Israel and Gaza, it would be one thing. But when he delves into the fact that the U.S. has for far too long been an evil force, most notably in what has to be the stupidest take ever, and many people share this, on the left, by the way, about the U.S. dropping atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Collective punishment is completely accepted as legitimate. Well, they're all part of the same bloodline. That's incomprehensible to the Christian mind. Because bloodline is irrelevant. Neither Jew nor Greek. I mean, the whole point of Christianity is it doesn't matter who your parents were or what your DNA is. You have a direct relationship with God. And if you're on board with that, then you're a Christian. And if you're not, you're not. But it, it, there's, there's no sense. There's no template for collective punishment in Christianity. It's, it's, it's repulsive to Christians. It's repulsive. And in my view, it should be. And it always was in the West. And I do think there are war crimes that the United States committed during the Second World War, the firebombing of Tokyo, famously Dresden, um, that were collective punishment. And and I would also say, by the way, the atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, that was, that's collective punishment. Yes. Okay? And I think that rotted the soul of the West. I yes. do. I think that's so immoral that it did two things. One, you know, you carry the burden of sin at scale like that. You just do. You can't help it. And two, that level of power in the hands of human beings convinced them that they were gods. We uh, dropped atomic weapons on civilian populations. Yes. Now, I'm not endorsing Imperial Japan. Yes. And it was an imperial power in the worst sense. Horrible, horrible, horrible government. However, you can't annihilate a civilian population and call yourself the good guy. I don't That is a really, really stupid, detached-from-reality take, and I will tell you why next. On the other side of the top of the hour, we'll talk with uh, Shelby Hunt. Shelby is running for the Republican State Central Committee to represent Licking, Fairfield, and Perry Counties. I've said to you that you have to become aware the point where when you walk in and vote in the March 19th primary, and yes, you have to walk in and vote in the March 19th primary, or get your ballot early and vote. I don't care. Just vote. But don't be surprised by, I don't know who this is, or the state, what state, central what, huh? I don't know what that is. Like, you need to know what these offices are. And so we're going to try everything we can do in the intervening five weeks before the March 19th primary to familiarize you with the roles and the people, and I'll hopefully uh, be able to introduce you to some of the people that I think are the epitome of citizen representatives. I heard Mike Gallagher today on with Hugh, Wisconsin congressman who's retiring after eight years, and he said, I never wanted to go and be a career politician because that's not what our government was designed to be populated by. Agree. Agree. So Shelby Hunt running for an important office. He'll tell you about it at 12.05. Tucker Carlson, after his Vladimir Putin interview, interviewing with an Egyptian journalist in Dubai. Uh, I told you, 
Tucker is a smart guy, a guy I like a lot, but a guy who is not infallible. And he's going down some, he's like, he's the conductor on a crazy train on some of the things that he said in this interview with this Egyptian journalist. Uh, Let me refresh. I played it last segment. I want you to know exactly what I'm talking about. Here's the first cut. Collective punishment is completely accepted as legitimate. Well, they're all part of the same bloodline. That's incomprehensible to the Christian mind because bloodline is irrelevant. Neither Jew nor Greek. I mean, the whole point of Christianity is it doesn't matter who your parents were or what your DNA is. You have a direct relationship with God. And if you're on board with that, then you're a Christian. And if you're not, you're not. Okay. Don't take spiritual advice from Tucker Carlson because while he quotes Galatians 3.26, no, 3.28, there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male or female. You're all one in Christ Jesus. You can't take one verse without the context. What's the context? Galatians 3.26. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. Not because you're on board with it or not on board with it. Through faith, which means you accept what Christ did for you at the cross. And that then (coughs) gets you the redemption available only through him. So here's the context. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male or female. You are all one in Christ Jesus. Okay, so you have to accept Christ in order to cash in the back half of that relationship. Then Tucker goes into, okay, the atomic bomb, collective punishment. It's wrong for people to die, civilians to die in Gaza. It's wrong, as it was wrong in Tucker's mind, for citizens of Japan to die in World War II. And this is what he said about us dropping the atomic bomb to end World War II. We dropped atomic weapons on civilian populations. Yes. Now, I'm not endorsing Imperial Japan. Yes. And it was an imperial power in the worst sense. Horrible, horrible, horrible government. However, you can't annihilate a civilian population and call yourself the good guy. I don't care. I love America. I will defend America almost under any circumstances. You can't defend that. No. And and the right and the left, I mean, everybody in our country, like, that. no one revisits that. It was only 80 years ago. We dropped atomic weapons on a civilian population. I know that there were munitions plants there, but you just vaporized tens of thousands of people who had nothing, women, children, the elderly. They had nothing to do with this. Yes, then or now. How can you feel good about that? It's not permissible unless you can undergird it with a set of ethical and moral arguments. But it's all bull it, it, absolutely. No, it is not all bull bleep. I believe I started the 1135 segment with a cut from Tucker Carlson talking about how he hates Nikki Haley and he hates Ben Shapiro because he has four draft age children, Tucker does, and he doesn't want them to go have to serve on the ground in a war in the Middle East. Well, I got news for you, Tucker Carlson. Read a little bit about the Battle of Okinawa. Read a little bit about the Bataan Death March. Would it be, in your eyes, better for a hat for a million sets of American parents in 1945 to have their sons and daughters 
drafted for a ground invasion of Japan when Japan, after atomic bomb number one, refused to surrender because, as you accurately said about Imperial Japan, they viewed their emperor as God and that they viewed death as the only honorable way for war to end and that they were willing to fight to the very last woman, child, or citizen on the landmass of Japan, and it was going to require an estimated 1 million U.S. casualties to finish that war. Or we could drop two bombs and not lose a, a, a 1 million American soldiers and, yes, have to break some eggs in the process because that's the collateral damage of war. Now, if we're such an evil empire, Tucker Carlson... Explain to me why, from 1945 to 1949, when the United States of America was the only country in the world to have an atomic bomb, why we didn't end the Cold War with Russia by turning Moscow into dust. Explain to me, Tucker Carlson, if we're, if we're such an evil empire, why we enacted the Marshall Plan to rebuild Japan, and to rebuild Germany. Your retelling of history is selective and stupid. And that is why you are, at times, a very dangerous force that poisons the minds of the people who are foolishly, blindly loyal to everything that comes out of your mouth. I think you're a smart guy. I think you're an exceedingly smart guy. But I think the gifts that you've been given by God, to whom much is given, much is expected, require you to be much smarter and much more careful about the things you blithely say, and I fight this tendency too, because you can't stand Joe Biden, you can't stand the Democrats, and you can't stand the, the tack that our country is on. I'm on board with you there. I'm on board with you that a lot of Republicans are similarly evil and partners with the deep state. But don't go disparaging decisions that were made in the 1940s before you were born by generals and by others who were well-informed about the cost to America of either invading Japan and trying to win that war the way Israel is having to win the war against Hamas, street by street, building by building, as opposed to warning Japan in advance of dropping the atomic bomb that we were going to do it and they better surrender, which they did not do. And they did not do it after we dropped the first bomb on Nagasaki. And in fact, they were hesitant to do after we dropped it on Hiroshima. His take on that is disgusting. It is wrong. I know we got a lot wrong in our country. I know we got neocons who will fight any war, anywhere for the military-industrial complex. But you got to be smarter than to believe every single thing he says without vetting it. <laughs> 